0: Hey, hello, welcome to the Big Sound Breakdown. Colter Nuanas. as always, you can find this podcast at SkylineSportsMT.com. It's almost Christmas Day, putting a bow, wrapping up. The 2019 football season. Not much analysis on this one because we do have a full Tutel and Nuanez coming up right after this. Ryan Tutel sitting right here, right next to me. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year out there to everybody. And I just wanted to share the audio of the post-game press conference for North Dakota State. Uh, my brother and I were not able to make it to Fargo. Brooks Nuanez and I were both in Montana. Brooks had a new baby boy, so congratulations to him. Leo, a part of the Nuanez family now. So if you see him around town, tell him congrats. But, uh... Montana State, a 42-14 defeat at number one, North Dakota State. Shane Driscoll was able to make it over to Fargo for us, so he provided some audio uh, from Jeff Choate as well as as well as the senior captain trio, Braden Conkle, a safety from Belgrade, Derek Marks, a defensive tackle from Belgrade, and Kevin Cassis of California. And those guys, they did a lot of good things for Montana State football. But just wanted to get one more football big sky breakdown. We'll do a bunch of other analysis. We'll have a year-end wrap with our favorite moments of the year. It actually probably be like a year beginning because we we'll probably won't get around to doing it until after the new year. But it'll be fun. We're gonna wrap down. it around a little. Yeah, bit. that's right. Yeah. That's right. But we do. I, we're working on all decade teams at Skyline Sports. I actually had the idea to do it in December because there's been so much playoff stuff to cover. We wanted the stuff that's happening to get the shine, and then we'll do some all decade stuff for both the Grizz and the Cats. Maybe even an all big sky one as well here in the next week or so but uh, Gus Big Sky Breakdown has been fun this year super fun can't say thanks enough to both Town Pump and Soi Armory our two presenting sponsors of the Big Sky Breakdown we couldn't do it without you that's been the best year of the Big Sky Breakdown so far uh, close to a quarter million downloads on this thing throughout the year of uh, 2019, so that's all you people listening. Pretty cool uh, just making a podcast about Montana, Montana State sports that's getting that kind of traffic, but uh, thanks to Town Pump, Montana's best since 1953, and thanks to Selway Armory, Montana's firearm Superstore.
1: I uh, am going to be doing some driving around this holiday season, uh, going out after Christmas, going to hit up some pretty remote hot springs across the state. Town Pump is going to get me all the places and all the things that I need as I uh, do my Montana tour, which I'm very much looking forward to. Love getting out and uh, and seeing the world that is the state of Montana, especially in the wintertime, sitting in some mineral waters and then drinking some... Uh, Less than mineral waters later on with my friends, which undoubtedly I will have gotten at the town pump, not to mention the petrol, not to mention the coffee, not to mention every other thing. So we appreciate them very much, both uh, for the Big Sky Breakdown, but also just for making Christmas possible.
0: Absolutely. And (laughs) so I Armory little transition point right now for Soway, but we'll have some news after the new year. But they still have one of the great firearm superstores in all of Montana here in Missoula, Outstock Yard Road. So if you need a last-minute Christmas gift, ammunition, I guarantee you, anybody in your life, anybody in your family, anybody that's your buddy, if they shoot guns, they own guns, they need
1: ammo. So just go get them some ammo. It's a yep. great
0: little late- Gift, or if you're in the market for something big, too, they got you covered there as well.
1: No doubt. Solway Armory, uh, online at selwayarmory.com. And uh, it's nice, usually, when you have uh, local and kind of small, you know, uh, mom-and-pop shops, for b- lack of a better term. You get people who are incredibly knowledgeable, and you get stuff that's incredibly high-end, but you usually pay a little bit more for that. Sellway Armory, you get the first two, and don't actually pay more. In fact, it's less expensive because of the volume that they do. So it's an outstanding place if you are uh, a gun enthusiast, you're a hunter, uh, or you just like going down to the range and, uh, and having some fun. It's a place you got to you, – it is the place that you have to go get your uh, guns and accessories from, no doubt.
0: We're going to break down this Montana State-North Dakota State game on Two-Tail-Nawana, so tune in. Either 1029 ESPN Missoula, that's an FM – Or SWX Montana Television, statewide, anywhere in the state you can get it. Or you can listen online, 1029ESPN.com. Or you can find it on the podcast. Find it on Spotify or any of the other places you might download your podcast. I like that Spotify. It looks good.
1: You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. That's
0: actually probably the fastest. When people are saying, I missed the show, where do I get it? It probably gets up on YouTube faster than anything because as soon as our producer David just hits end... There it is, but it's been a fun year at two tone and the one as well. But we'll give you a full breakdown. But guess I just want thirty seconds on your thoughts on the North Dakota State game and thirty seconds on your thoughts on what you'll how you'll remember this Montana State team
1: on the game itself. Look, man, anytime you lose and your season is over, it's disappointing, man. People people put a lot of time and effort and emotion and. Uh, physical labor into uh, playing football and so when it's done it's too bad Uh, but it comes to an end in that way for all but one in the fcs Uh, and that's the great thing about the fcs i thought montana state would show a little bit better than they did i also probably underestimated what ndsu actually is still And, you know, when they come off a 9-3 football game and you're thinking, okay, you know, maybe they're giving up some yards in the run game. Okay, maybe, you know, there's a a blueprint on how to slow them down a little bit. And then you go line up and you go, "Mm, no, they came. And I think I think Montana State, I think Montana State caught them on the wrong week because they came as close to losing a game as they come to losing games a week prior. And teams coming off a loss are the most dangerous teams, well. And North Dakota State doesn't lose. So that's the closest they had. So I think they really had a rally the troop kind of week to get up for the national semifinal because they probably were not proud of their performance against Illinois State the week before. Listen, that's the way it goes. A disappointing loss, but it it is what it is. North Dakota State is the best program in the country, period, end of story. And they're one of the two best teams along with James Madison. As for Montana State, man, um, when we do this the way that we do this, you start to identify and understand what teams and classes are up to, and what this class has done, and the progression that they've made since Jeff Choate arrived to this point to be in the Final Four is, first of all, from a football perspective, just tremendously impressive, but also from a person standpoint, this is a this is an awesome collection of dudes, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think the world of these kids at Montana State, especially the senior class and what they did and and a lot of adversity i mean you're always going to have some adversity over 4 years but such a a lot of stuff on the field with you know the quarterback over the course of 4 years trying to figure out what that is what's that's going to look like and just keep showing up and keep doing your job and Mitch brought starting 50 games in front of three or four or eight different guys playing the position behind him mm-hmm. and and you just keep doing it and you just keep buying in and believing and and that took them further than this team has been in 35 years, and that's uh, completely commendable, and I really, really respect this group.
0: No doubt, and it's definitely a group I'll never forget. I, it's hard for me to say, like, what are my favorite groups of guys. They all have their own distinct personalities. The guys that were playing for the Bobcats when I first got to Bozeman back in 2010, those guys were just so interesting to get to know because they're all from Texas, and I'm just like, you guys are, these are African-American guys living in Bozeman. From Texas, but you're also so much the same like me too. Like we have a lot of the same interests, and those guys were super into church and like the outdoors and stuff. And it was just so fun to get to know that group of guys. And then you had the Montana guys in that group too, like Mikey Ryder and Shane Robeson, who went, and Mike Person, who are still friends of mine to this day. And you know that's been cool to like watch those things grow. But you know, as far as it's a different transition for me and my career because now I'm not just a couple years older than these guys. Now I'm ten years older than these guys. But this group was the first group where I was a true adult the whole time I covered them, and they were true kids when I first started covering them. I remember interviewing Braden Conkle after his sophomore year of high school at Belgrade High School when I was still at the newspaper. I remember Mm. interviewing – when Derek Marks committed, he invited me to come to their practice, and I remember (laughs) – he was kind of banged up, so he just like hung out with us the whole time during high school practice. Like this would never happen at the college level, ever. Yeah, with a 16 year old kid, I was just like so impressed with how articulate and and polite he was. And then he goes on to become a four year starter who's had an awesome career, and it represents everything you'd want your program to be about if you're the Cats. And like Mitch Brought, I remember his grandpa used to send me emails when he was a young kid. Like when he was a sophomore in high school, my my grandson is the best offensive lineman in the state. Keep an eye out on this guy. And he was right. And then he did it. And that's, you know, and his mom has written me so many nice thank you notes about all the stuff we've written. And that's what it's all about. Is just covering it for the kids' families. And, you know, as far as the way that this thing ended, there's a lot of different ways to lose. There's a lot of different reasons to be sad for losing. Nothing to hang your head about if you're Montana State. No. Because straight up, they had one of the great seasons in the history of the program. Absolutely. They did it. Despite this looming question mark at the most important position in sports, for all the criticism we gave Tucker Rovick throughout the year, he never folded. And in fact, he didn't melt down. He actually got better. He got better. He absolutely is, um, got better. It, which is totally amazing. Yeah. And uh, across the board, these these guys, they are primed for great success. I think to see a guy preach his vision like Jeff Choate and have it come to fruition, it's immensely impressive. And this will be a group I never forget.
1: One other thing that you have to say about this group, that you can't speak about this team without saying this, 4-0. 4-0 gets and the they rode out, out on an ass-kicking. No doubt. So that is, uh, you know, if you're going to do it, that's the way to do it. And they, they certainly did. And they're, it's been a long time since a group uh, uh, from Montana State could say that. So hats off to them there.
0: Big say Breakdown, Jeff Choate and his senior captains up next on your way home grab 1.5 liters of Sutter home wine only $9.99 or stock up on beer now you can get Pabst or Rainier 24 packs for $17.99 town pump food stores proud to be part of
2: our community town All right, uh, start with a quick opening statement, then I'll be happy to answer any questions. Uh, first of all, uh, I want to congratulate North Dakota State University, Coach Enz. Awesome team, man. I mean, uh, we did not have a lot of answers for some of their explosive players. Number one in particular had a tremendous night and was uh, a major matchup problem for us. But I thought they did a nice job. I mean, I think they diversified their run game a little bit, leaned on their quarterback run game uh, a little bit more early in the game, formationally had some really good things in their game plan. And so I want to tip my hat to them and uh, obviously wish them the best of luck as they go down to Frisco and play for another championship. Uh, With all that being said, I'm tremendously proud of our team. To, to take this next step and get into the into the semifinal round, and uh, we've been here twice, and we don't have a great taste in our mouth. But uh, I think, uh, as I told these guys last night, you know, um, success has a lot of tests, and one of them is failure. And so uh, we've uh, we've got to, you know, continue to push forward. I know that the the three seniors that are with me up here, they've uh, they've been through a lot with me. We've been through a lot together. I'm so proud of them, and. Uh, I know that they're gonna go on and not allow a game to define who they are as men. Uh, this is, that's what this is. Football is a game. And uh, you know one of the things we talk about in this program is never allowing a game to define us as men. And um, we're not gonna allow setbacks to deter us from our future goals and our aspirations, whether it's what these young men go on to do with their lives or what we uh, continue to do in pushing our football program forward. And so with that being said, I'm happy to take any questions. Go back thinking about the three big plays, or just get the whole game overall. Over. Yeah, well, I definitely think that obviously you know we, we put a nice drive together and scored, and then in short order uh, the momentum changed again. And I definitely think that was a huge play in the game. Um, the the big plays are you know they're devastating, but you know they also ground some things out on us. I mean I just think this was a better team, and uh, we've got to own that, and we've got to go back and do what we did last year is learn from this and, and try to add the right pieces to our roster and and. Uh, Look at what we're doing schematically that can push us forward. Uh, we know where the bar is. It doesn't – you know, we don't have to look forward to find it. And so um, – but as I told these guys, I promise you we're going to get there. And so that's our goal, and um, we're not going to deviate from it. Jeff, their quarterback can, can run, he can move, he can throw. What problems did he present for and you? He's a special talent. He really is. I mean, I think he's uh, – you know, he's a tough tackle it's not just that he can run he's not a swift just a swift guy i mean he's a powerful young man as well and then even you know the play late in the game where the running back we lost the running back down the sideline after we had some pressure on him you know exhibits his his talent overall as an athlete to be able to you know unhurl that ball all the way down and accurately enough that they could capitalize on it and so uh, he's definitely a special talent and uh, unfortunately he's going to be a problem for a while uh, in the missouri valley conference and if we want to you know take that next step we'll probably have to see him again Braden, your coach alluded to it. What is a matchup problem, with Watson? What, what problems did he cause you today? I mean, he's just—you
3: know—he's a big receiver and he's—he's he's one of the fastest guys we've gone against this year. Um, uh, he's just—he's a really good player, and he's only a sophomore too, so you know—he's got a—he's got a bright future.
2: I'll, I'll follow it up with the quarterback. I mean, uh, obviously, the quarterback presents some problems as well we problems,
3: yeah. yeah, I mean, Trey—he's a really good player too. We knew that coming in. Uh, we knew uh they're gonna do that qb qb run game maybe not as much as they did but i mean if you can't stop that then you know you're gonna have a long day so jeff
1: how do you think they were able to to get watson into those positions to make big plays
2: you know at some point in time you, you you know it's kind of pick your poison you know you're you're it wasn't straight man i mean we've had some post safety help on a couple of those but there's uh If you're going to commit two guys to stop him, you look at this prolific offensive line that they have, and they've got three really talented running backs, and then you couple that with their quarterback run game. And so, uh, you know, traded a nice job identifying when he had what he thought was man coverage, and and that guy ran by us. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. I agree with what Braden said. I mean, I think he's got next-level speed, and uh, we had a hard time containing him.
4: Getting to the national semifinals for the first time in 35 years.
1: Just what do you, what will you remember this group most for when you reflect back on this team and this
2: group of seniors? Resilience. That's the word that I would use. Um, this has been an interesting journey over the last four years. Um, you know, we went through a stretch where we lost in, in my first season. We lost six straight Big Sky Conference games, and uh, to to kind of rise from the ashes to a, to a place where. Um, I think we deserve to be in consideration on the national stage, but we don't deserve to be in the national championship game yet, and so uh, that that big prize is still out in front of us. Um, but I just think this is a tremendously resilient group of young men who I think really care about each other, and I think that uh, that was on display repeatedly throughout their careers and throughout this season. Jeff Anderson warmed up. What was his status? You know, I think if there was an emergency, we could have used him. Um, I just I. I I know he really wanted to play today. He really wanted to play, um, but Troy just hasn't practiced a lot lately, and I just didn't want to put him out in a situation unless it was kind of a desperation situation for us, where um, you know he maybe wasn't quite 100% ready to go. And so uh, I think it was important for him to to put those pads on and warm up with his teammates and his brothers. But um, sometimes you got to be the adult and make sure that you know you live to fight another day. And I think Troy will be. Um, one of the more dynamic players in the country a year from now. Jeff, how different was game planning for North Dakota State
0: versus – uh, the other teams you guys have played
2: in the I think past. it is very different. You know, I wouldn't say it's as different as going into an option preparation, but just the diversity in their run game, their quarterback run game. A lot of the teams in the big sky stylistically are very similar. And so it's a lot of spread offenses, a lot of RPO game. And so um, what we do week in and week out defensively is kind of geared for that. And uh, you know, one of the things that we actually did, it happen we had some game plan things in specific to this. And they didn't work real well in the first half. And so we kind of talked about let's just say, you know, we're going to get back into this. It's not going to be by trying to do things that we're not accustomed to doing. And so um, it does present a lot of challenges. But, you know, I, I said this earlier in the week. I think the combination of, you know, the scheme with the talent. You know, you don't want to underestimate the coaching. I mean, they, it's not just that they have great players. They, they do a tremendous job of running the scheme that they have on both sides, really all three phases. And then this environment is challenging as well. And so, you know, I think that's a, that's a tough out. I mean, that's one of the reasons why they've been so successful here. And you've got to have a tremendous team to, to beat a team like this in this environment. Did you try to replicate what Illinois State did defensively last week, or what did they do that you yeah, noticed? We had we had some elements of that. We had a, a what we call a blitz the formation that was uh, that was up, but you know clearly they weren't going to get beat, or you know they weren't going to have, have a lack of success. They didn't get beat by Illinois State clearly, but uh, they weren't going to let the same thing mess with them twice. And so that was one of the things that we kind of threw out at halftime. Anything else, the coach? what's your thoughts
3: offensively you made some explosive plays in the game can you talk about your offense and you made some explosive plays in the game but unfortunately for you the just not enough
2: yeah i think uh when we were in rhythm on offense it was pretty good i think we the way the game played out obviously plays a role in that you know especially when you're a run first team and uh it kind of takes you out a little bit of rhythm at times, and so I was really proud of the way our guys kept competing. But obviously, you know, number ninety-one is a really good player, and when he knows you're dropping back to pass, he's going to run by people. And uh, then you got to have answers for him. Well, when you put answers in for him, then that means you're putting less guys out into the routes, and uh, that kind of tightens the coverage. And so uh, that's why we came back to some of our run game stuff. And I think that you know, I think we've definitely moved forward. Let me say that I think we've moved forward in our ability to to compete at this level. Um, but we still need. We still got work to do. NDSU is going out to Frisco for uh, eighth time in nine years. What? As an opposing Yeah, I mean, that's phenomenal. It's hard to even wrap your head around that. I mean, just the level of success that this program has had. And I think it's a tribute to, um, you know, their athletic administration, the, the continuity of the coaching staffs, um, the community of Fargo and the state of North Dakota. I mean, it's, this, is not a, this isn't a this a one-man show. I mean, everybody in this state seems to have a, a great deal of pride in what they do here. And um, it's a, it's it's an impressive organization from top to bottom. Let's turn over to questions for players.
4: Can you talk about the
3: uh, touchdown pass and how it developed? Uh, it was a situation where we caught him in a man-to-man t- um, situation and safety rolled down. And I had an inside fade and uh, Tucker put a really good ball out there for me to get. And I mean, kudos to the O-line holding up and Tucker just allowing me to, I mean, all I had to do was stick my arms out there <laughs> and walk in. So, yeah, that's kind of what happened.
1: Kevin, what were some of the strides you saw from Tucker as this season progressed in his development as a quarterback?
3: Yeah, I'm going to hit on what Coach said, resilience. Um, You know, he's taken a lot of, um, you know, criticism and stuff, and I think a lot of guys would, uh, you know, turn away from that, but I think Tucker's embraced it. And you can just see, um, not even just from a uh, passing standpoint, but just from his, uh, you know, control in the huddle, his leadership. um, I think guys – uh, respect that, and we're going to gravitate to that going forward. Uh, he's just like a kid that, you know, he's going to do, uh, you know, he's going to work his butt off, and we're uh, we're really proud of him. We're happy for the success that um, he has, and I hope he has a lot of success going forward. What was kind of the attitude of the team after Travis's touchdown evening it up there and pretty close game there early on? Yeah, I think, we I mean, um, we were, you know, had our hopes high and we were uh we thought we could um you know get some things going i think we did i think we did some good things today um like you said there were some explosive plays and um man uh isaiah runs hard i don't think anyone in this room could deny that uh really happy um you know he kind of he had some dealing with some injuries earlier on this year and um, the way he's been able to uh you know bounce back from that and i mean the, the way he runs is, is super special and uh, i mean even with logan too i mean i could probably sit here for another hour until to talk about these guys. But yeah, I think uh, we got some explosive plays. It was, it was exciting. I think, you know, we just didn't capitalize and um, I don't think it was anything scheme wise. It just, you know, it just came down to us players, so.
4: Derek, uh, can you talk about just leaving Montana State better than, than you found it? Yeah, it's been a, <clears throat> you know, fun four years and I'm just, I think the, the thing that's impacted me the most is the relationships and just the, the guys in the room, the guys that we've had on staff leading us and um, yeah just a, a great group of men leading us a great group of guys around us and and we really bought into each other and and wanted to yeah keep taking the next step as a program and I think we've done that each year um, that I've been here and um, and it's just going to continue you know the, the standard continues to raise and the standard for the offseason the standard for our culture and uh, guys fight for it every day and and we talk about Talk about, yeah, just the, the fights that we have every day and, and ignoring the outside noise and uh, just fighting to get better. And, and, yeah, I think everyone's bought into that, so I think it's going to continue moving forward.
1: What do you expect from the program after, you know, next year? And, you know, you'll be watching games from, from the
4: side. Uh, you know, just kind of what do you expect from this team moving forward? Um, nothing but success, and and they're going to, f- you know, face adversity like, like every team does, but... Um, you know, setbacks never defines this team and this university. And, and so I, yeah, I expect a lot of, a lot of big things and they expect big things of themselves. And um, I'm just excited to, to watch this next group of guys and each team's unique. Each team's different. Each team has been different every time or all four years that I've been here. And so I'm just excited to see, see how they come together next year and, and work together this off season. No matter how far you may go, there's always one
0: beer or wine drinker town pump has you covered grab a keystone 15 pack for only 888 or 750 milliliters of apothic wine just 9.99 town pump food stores proud to be part of our community
1: town